podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily. It is Wednesday. It's the 28th of August. Um, I'm your host, Gav. This is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a betting site, bookmakers, apps, you name it, they have it. If you want to bet on football, Liverpool, LFC Day Tripper specials, go to paddypower.com or the Paddy Power app. You can get that on your Android device or your Apple device. Um, if you gamble, please. Uh, you know, gamble responsibly. Don't be, don't be messing. And um, if you don't gamble, disregard everything I've said. You know the drill by now. That's how it works. Um, tonight we are going to talk about Bobby Duncan's agent. Um, we're going to probably touch on Burnley. Anything else that comes in. As I said before, random questions are extremely welcome. Whether that's Liverpool, non-Liverpool, football, non-football, anything you like, absolutely throw them in there, and we will go from there. Tonight I have my friend. Sean, um, Sean Dunn, all the way from West Ireland, um, the West of Ireland, Sligo. Um, he's with me tonight. Sean, how are you? Not too bad, Gavin, yourself? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, let me see, the comments are starting to come in. The cup draw is imminent, says Mick. I am making Mick the cup draw um, the cup draw correspondent for the Fatback 4 Daily, so Mick is going to keep me up to date with that. Barry Carr says, your prediction is mad. Um, that's my prediction on the Burnley game for Saturday. I've just been on the Cup Table podcast with Jay Riley and Peter Phillips. I said Liverpool would beat Burnley 4-1, and after that we will only need 26 more wins. Uh, Barry Carr says, 4-1, nah, 1-0 to the Reds. Adrian, highlight real. Um, no, no, I don't agree with you, Barry. Um, I really, really don't. Uh, Sean, as I said, um, I'm going to start with Bobby Duncan. Um, I'm going to start with what went on today. We, myself and Peter Phillips on the Fatback Four Daily yesterday, just touched on it uh, for a couple of minutes. We thought maybe there was something going on in the background. His, his advisors, was they looking for more money? Was this, that and the other? And uh, look, it all went off today. Um, now, bear with me, right, because I'm, I'm going to read this um, statement. From okay. um, Bobby um, Bobby Duncan's agent, okay? It's a little bit lengthy, <coughs> but people may or may not have seen it. I'm going to read it out, and then I'm going to read Liverpool's response, and then we will absolutely get into it, okay? So, official statement regarding Liverpool FC conduct with Bobby Duncan is the title, okay? It says, there has been a lot of things said the last few weeks regarding Bobby Duncan's future at Liverpool, and another is the... F- 
and today is the final straw of the behaviour and dealing of Liverpool Sporting Director Michael Edwards. A few months ago, before the end of last season, Bobby had meetings with the club's hierarchy, including Academy Director Alex Inglethorpe. It was recognised that Bobby wasn't happy at Liverpool for different reasons, and Alex invited us to bring offers to the club for the exit of Bobby Duncan. Okay, For a player with zero first team experience, no clubs were prepared to pay an outright reasonable fee for the player they got for 200000 last summer. With that, with that in mind, we've been able to find clubs that were ready to take Bobby on a season-long loan, invest time and effort developing Bobby with an option to buy it for amounts of 1.5 million upwards, which is a great return uh, for which is a great return for the club on a player who will never play for Liverpool's first team and who doesn't want to be there. The club and Michael Edwards specifically made it clear that that kind of deal would not work. So when myself and my team worked even harder and managed to get a deal on the table for a loan with an obligation to buy after five starts. With a higher, after five starts with a higher transfer fee than before and a sell-on to Liverpool. Michael Edwards doesn't believe he will make those appearances and even refused to speak to the club in questions, in questions sporting director as he believed they can help develop him. So if he doesn't believe in the player and he will never play in the LFC Force team, why would he hang, about, hang on to a player like this? Putting all of that aside, the real reason Bobby missed the under-23 games against Southampton on Monday is because he has suffered some deep mental health issues with all the stress the club has put him under. Stress of being told he cannot leave, then going out of the way to force him to stay against his will. Not only is he on a very small salary, but he also has one season left on his Liverpool contract after this one, and Liverpool have flatly said that he will not get a new one. Bobby has not left his room for four days because of this and will never go back to Liverpool again and my only concern now is his mental health and well-being. The Liverpool's hierarchy have shown zero consideration to that and have even gone as far as saying in writing that they will punish him and make him stay at the club until January and beyond to teach him a lesson. This is not really dignified behaviour from a club with a rich history of Liverpool and one and one who it's very re- difficult to read this. And one who one of their greatest ever players, Stephen Gerrard, happens to be Bobby's cousin. It's a sad, sad state of affairs that a club such as Liverpool can be allowed to get away with the mental, mentally bullying and destroying the life of a young man such as Bobby. I know one thing for sure, and that is he is never going back there again. And he's on such a small salary that no amount of fines will even make a difference. In this situation, all that matters is people's health, um, players' health, and this... And in this case, Michael Edwards has totally ignored that because of his own stubbornness and even called Bobby petulant, when in reality, the boy is in real trouble mentally, physically and emotionally because of this. And I really pray that the, this experience doesn't happen to any other young players. All right. That's a quite a lengthy, um, quite a lengthy um, statement, Sean. Um, the first thing that hits me, Sean, is he's mentioned money twice. Yeah. Um, he's mentioned Stephen Gerrard for reasons only known to himself. Um, he says a couple of months ago um, they were asked to bring um, offers to the table when Bobby Duncan six weeks ago was on Twitter telling people how happy he was with playing for Liverpool for the first time and scoring a goal and stuff like that. So, um, what do you make of this? Just, just what do you make of it? They've got he's gone in heavy anyway. This agent, he's his name as you says there, his name dropped Gerard straight away. He's gone in with the mental health aspect, which I find baffling altogether as to why go that strong on Twitter of all places the cesspit that is you know you're going to have fans that will attack the lad anyway and then the main thing I've seen it though is the very low wage that's like, twice he mentions this yeah this is a 17 year old Gav that's play, that plays in the youth team like a very low wage come on he 
the lad has done brilliant to even get on a pre-season tour with, with Liverpool during the summer. Yeah. You know, there's, there's absolutely no reason as to why this statement has come out. I didn't even think Bobby Duncan was looking to leave, to be perfectly honest with you. So I actually thought there was room for development there and that he would actually become a player at Liverpool, but I, ca- I can't wrap my head around this, where, where this agent is going with it. Like, it's, it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Like, this isn't a, a first-team player we're talking about. This is, this is a kid. And he's, he's led him down the, ro- the completely wrong path. Now, I'm going to... Uh, another couple of things, and I've heard rumours that he's on between seven and a half and £15,000 a week. Yeah, I don't know how same. true that is. I'm not privy to the 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 amount of money Liverpool under twenty three players are on, and indeed the four team players they're all kind of um they're all kind of rumored amounts and, and different. But Gav, like he he would have to be on something in around that because they brought him back from City, you know, and and City's youth aren't paid pittance; they're paid decent money. Yeah, like do, do you know what it is though? I just don't get how this guy um how this guy has. He's tweeting six weeks ago that you know uh, delighted to win, delighted to be to be on the pitch with Liverpool's Scarmy goal. I think it was away to Tramier. He goes on the tour. You know, it's it just it smacks to me that the agent has told him, listen, I can get you a better deal somewhere else. We can get a move. Yeah. I can get he can get a nice payment for a transfer fee. I get you more money. You get more chances. You should be in the fourth team. You went away on that tour. You're as good as this and you're as good as that. And he's probably saying, look a look a. Look at you know um, Ryan Bruce that made all these promises hasn't been in the match day squad so far this season you know it's something along them lines sorry just to interrupt MK Don's away in the uh, league cup is who we've drawn um, a draw. couple of people have uh, have told me not a bad draw at all um, but it, you know it's it I read this today now don't get me wrong the mental health show you have to take her on face value if the lad has a mental health problem. That's I'm not knocking that in any way whatsoever. If he has a mental oh, health problem, not. you know, it's 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 one of those things. But but listen, but what I'd say, what I'd say, just on the mental health aspect of it is, if the lad does have he could have serious anxiety issues or anything at the moment due to an, an ongoing transfer saga. But why would you put that to Twitter, where it's the worst place in the world, where you know the lad is going to get attacked because people are only going to look at one thing, oh, this is some little idiot that wants more money out of the club and thinks he's bigger than he is and blah, blah, blah. You're just opening the lad up to uh, massive ridicule on that cesspit that is Twitter. Yeah, no, you absolutely are. And, you know, if it was me, like, I'm no, I'm no agent for football. I'll never be an agent in football. But just on a human level, um, you know, if, I, if, if I'm looking at, say for argument's sake, Sean, I'm a friend of yours and you have a decision to make with regards to your, your I don't know, your, your professional career, whether that be a footballer or, or a, a plumber or an electrician or a bus driver. If you come to me and say, listen, I need your help, you know, you represent me in some way, you know, I need help, I can't really do this on my own. The last thing I do is I go onto social media, call it an official statement. Right, yeah. with no signature on the end of it. So who wrote the statement? Who wrote the statement? Who the words? Who worded the statement? Who wrote the statement? Who gave the okay in the statement? And who was the statement from? Like that guy, I know he puts it out on his own Twitter page, but who was the statement from? There's no signature on this statement. Okay, yeah. and if this guy is trying to do his best for this player, he doesn't say anything on out in the open. One, he goes to the club and says, "Listen, the player's not happy. He has meant." 
mental health issues, he doesn't feel this is going right for him. Is there anything we can do? Can you get him out on a loan for a season? A, a change of scenery might do him. You know, you do something along them lines. You know that kind of way? Yeah. It just baffles me that this guy comes out. Who he is, I don't even know. Um, you know, he comes out. Well, he's, and, he's made himself famous this evening anyway. Yeah. Well, he absolutely has made himself famous this evening. But, you know, he he has to, if he, in his there's no way the best interest of Bobby Duncan where a mental health issue or not is to go on anyone's best interest is to go on Twitter send out a statement from your own personal Twitter account about Bobby Duncan and never sign the thing at the end to say who the words are who is it from you know that kind of way it's, it's yeah. just baffling to me and then name drop one of the biggest names in world football <laughs> yes you, you name drop Stephen Gerrard you know, because he's his cousin. Is it, what's he expecting? Is he expecting Stephen Gerrard to make a call to Liverpool tomorrow and say, release my cousin? You know, yeah, it's you know, the strangest thing ever. Yeah, and you know, and then i seen Jamie Carragher have a go with this guy on Twitter and, you know, um, he was smart back to Jamie Carragher. It's like he's trying to make a name for himself. Now, I did see somebody, it might have been John Gibbons from the Anfield Rap replied and said, it's funny how you're having a go at a high-profile former Liverpool player while trying to garner the, the 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 support of another in Steven Gerrard. You know, it's it's just a very strange thing for me, Sean. Um now listen, Liverpool um Liverpool didn't leave it there. I suppose we're probably under some pressure um with regards to um with regards to this statement and, and replying. And people I'm not ignoring your, your comments, I'm watching them here and I will go through them. Like Dunno was asking, will Edward sue for liable? Um you know it, Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, John again. John says the this agent is really something, isn't he? Sorry, this agent is really something, isn't he? And just a month ago, we were watching Bobby Duncan playing in preseason, and he looked fine. Yes, absolutely. Um, Barry Carr reckons that he, he's going to sack his representatives. Um, I don't know if if anything's being said by Bobby Duncan in this. I'm not blaming Bobby Duncan one bit in this. I have a feeling that this is being done, and. I think if he's agreed to it, it's it's not a wise decision. But look, Liverpool came out with a statement and said Liverpool Football Club is aware and and dis- aware of and disappointed by the by an un- un- sorry unattributed comments and the unfounded allegations that have been made in the media regarding one of our players. As the interests of the player in question are not best served by either inaccurate speculation, inflammatory statements, or public discourse, we will be making no further comment. We will, however, continue our efforts to work privately with the player to find resolution in the best interests of all involved. All right. Um, to me, Sean, that sounds like Liverpool will let Bobby Duncan go as a Liverpool player. Yeah. Well, I think they'll cut their ties with him. Definitely. Definitely. You know? they don't, Gav, there's no room around the club for a 17-year-old to be acting in that manner. You know, at the end of the day, this fellow's, this agent, whoever he is, has gone, he's gone and dived two feet into this, but... You know he's he has been given some approval of some sort by Bobby Duncan to do this along the way. Maybe not to the extent that he's gone to, but he's definitely pushed for a move of some sort. And at the end of the day, he's only a child. He shouldn't even be. This shouldn't even be an issue. Yeah. No. He is. Yeah. He's. He's. A, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, in, for all intents and purposes, he is. He's a. He's a very extremely young man um, who waited for a season at City so he could get his move to Liverpool. Um, absolutely loved her Liverpool raving about the club um, scoring loads of goals for the 23s you know it's it's just a strange one and you know what I'd be very interested to see what happens whether his representatives come out with another statement in the couple coming days 
whether they stay extremely quiet on it, uh, whether Bobby Duncan himself makes a statement, which I find hard to believe that he will if Liverpool are saying that they will walk privately. That's Liverpool telling that player not to open his mouth. Um, you know, not in a threatening way, but a real kind of, listen, you've gone too far, don't do anything else. You know, if you need to discuss, but but the likes, you know, he, he's had a real go at Michael Edwards there. You know, he's 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 saying Michael Edwards told him one thing and and then went the other way. He's then telling you that Michael Edwards has no no regard for the players' welfare, um, you know, happiness, mental mental health, you know, it's mental state. It's it's absolutely insane. You know, it's we it's it blew my mind when I read it earlier. I'm going to be honest. Like with you. Gav, you know, you have to think as well when they're saying about Michael Edwards. Uh, well, obviously for us, we're just, we're looking in from the outside and we, we haven't asked a dicky bird what's going on at all. We're just guessing at stuff. But in reality, what would Michael Edwards have promised Bobby Duncan? He's not going to be anywhere near the first team. Like he got a, he's not going to be ahead of Ray and Brewster. He's not going to come in and he's not going to play back up to any of the front three. He's not going to be made false promises. I wouldn't imagine so anyway. Not judging by the way Liverpool have acted in the last few years since Michael Edwards has come into the job. It doesn't say, no player seems to come in under false pretenses. Everyone seems to know the story of where they lie within the club, what's their role, how, how everything falls into place for them and their contract. And I can't imagine that Michael Edwards has turned around to Bobby Duncan and says, you know what, son, you're going to be flying in around the first thing next season. No. And then all of a sudden gone back on his word. I just don't, I don't think that's plausible at all. No, I don't think it's plausible either. I, and you see, the thing is, like, uh, you know, <laughs> He's come in there, he, he has, like, I find it hard to believe that Liverpool would say to Bobby Duncan, you have two seasons left on your contract, and we are in no way going to renew it when you're done. Two yes. years out. You know, like, if that's the case, they, they, they bought him for 200000 If an offer comes in at 1.5 million, there was talks of 10 million bids, and there was talks of all sorts. If Liverpool look at it and go, we can make 10 times what we spent on this guy, he's not happy here, we don't feel he's going to make the fourth team. Let's cut our toys, make a profit on it, and move on. But I find it hard to believe that a guy that scored 23 or 24 goals last season, I think I'm right in saying, himself and Glaxel, I think, had about 50 goals between them last season yeah. for the under for the, for the under age sides. I find it hard to believe that someone scoring that amount of goals and having that much of a presence in the Liverpool side um, at underage level will be told that in two years' time you won't be here because you won't be renewing a contract. You know, it's it just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up what's what's being said in that in 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 that um in in that statement. It really doesn't. Um, Another thing to think about as well, just for tomorrow, like it's it's the deadline tomorrow, isn't it? The European transfer deadline is correct, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, for any other club now that'll be looking at Bobby Duncan, I think there was talk of Fiorentina, as you were saying, or someone. Yeah. But like, if they if they look at today's statement and come out now and and as that agent has come out and says that there's a serious mental health issue. Hmm. Would they not take a look at that? It could be absolute nonsense. There could be nothing wrong with the lad, and hopefully there isn't anything wrong with the lad. But would they not look at that and say, lads, we could be spending ten million on a lad. This could be severe depression. Anything that might not want to play football in six months, and that's ten million of an investment gone down the drain. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, other clubs looking at it are going, well, do we want to deal with this agent? Exactly. Is this, yeah. Is this go. agent? Is this agent going to sign? For argument's sake, if somebody came in tomorrow and said to Liverpool, "We give you five million for Bobby Duncan," right? They're willing to take the risk, okay? Because the agent's spoken up for him. He goes in, he gets twenty grand a week, and in six months' time, he decides he doesn't want to stay. Or not even that. The agent decides. Listen, another club are offering ten million. They're offering you forty grand a week. I'll get you out of this. It's it, it doesn't it doesn't set the guy up right 
early in a career. I've seen people mention Rian Brewster last season was much the same. Hold on, Liverpool went turning down bids for Rian Brewster while the guy was undergoing, you know, major mental health issues. That's not what happened. With Rian Brewster, what happened was he, he felt he was progressing at a rapid rate. He wanted to get assurances from Jurgen Klopp and the club with regards to his future at the club. Um, he had Borussia Mönchengladbach sniffing around him. They were ready to bid. I think they might have even gone behind Liverpool's back to try to do something. And in response, Liverpool cancelled the friendly with Borussia Mönchengladbach, went, went and had the discussions with Ian Brewster, and a new deal was signed. Blown completely out of proportion. So to, to say that this is similar to what happened with Ryan Brewster. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous a thing to say. And, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't transpire like that at all. Um, let me see. The deadline in Europe is Monday, says Kevin Sullivan. Um, oh. Barry Carr asks, what's the indie news? I don't know. I'm on here talking to you, so I have not got a clue. Somebody else says, look, it paints... New t-shirts. It, it paints... Um, well, I have one of them t-shirts to give away, actually, tonight. Um, <laughs> uh it paints Bobby Duncan in a very bad light. It paints his agent in a bad light. It absolutely does. Um, Indy Coyle, I don't know what his news is. People take Indy Coyle way too seriously. The guy is really good laugh. I think he's great crack. Um, you know, there's too many serious fucking people in the world. Take, follow him. Have the crack room. He's well able for it. Um, he actually got on to me today and he said, listen, I'm doing these t-shirts at footy globe, at footy underscore globe. I said, yeah, give me one of them and I'll give it away. He went, yeah, no problem. What do you want? I says, I want the T-shirt for tonight. He says, yeah, walk away, give it away, give me the details and I'll get it sent to the, the person that wins. So I'm giving one of them away. I think it says the unbearables on it. It has kind of six stars in the, in the and the stars are made up of the flag of each country Liverpool have won the European Cup in. It's actually a really good looking T-shirt. I tried the black one for myself. It absolutely did not work. Uh, Indy told me, no, no, fuck off. Um, and yeah, you can give one away to a viewer. So I'm going to give it away tonight. Um, how I'll tell you how we give it away. You just ask random questions, and the one that gets the most traction and the most laugh and the the weirdest answers from me and Sean uh, will win by the end of the show. If you are watching on per- on Periscope, share it, share it onto your timeline. If you're watching on YouTube, watch, subscribe, hit the notification bell, do all that sort of stuff. We're getting more and more people on this show all the time, more and more opinion, and that's what we're here for. Um, if the winner comes from YouTube. I'll have to message you on YouTube, reply to your your question to get you. Just just keep your eye on that. But I'll announce it before the end anyway. So whoever's watching, um, just keep just keep uh keep watching and we'll do it. So random questions, please. Um, non football preferably, and wherever we can get the most traction out, uh, we can uh we can give away a t-shirt tonight from Afoe underscore Globe. Um, what else is going on? I've done the I've done the cop table podcast um earlier on, Sean, and we're all. A couple of us are expecting a tough game. I, I went for four one. Um, Bournemouth or Burnley, I think went out with the league cup tonight. I think the Sunderland, if I, if, I think it was three one the last time I checked. Um, I think I think it ended three one. I can go and have a look for the for the actual finishing score for you. But I know they were three one up for about twenty minutes to go. I think. Uh, yeah, they won three one. Um, the indie news is that we're signing Nicolo Zaniola from Roma. Sounds like a pizza. Um, <laughs> listen, it could be, it could be right. Listen, just go with it. The, the, the chap is great. Uh, Chris, Chris Brack asked, "What is the best biscuit for dunking?" Um, fairly Ooh. popular question that I, I've heard a lot, but um, it's definitely a digestive chocolate biscuit, dark chocolate if possible. Uh, Sean, favorite biscuit for dunking? I'm gonna get pelters for this, but a bourbon cream. A bourbon cream. I dipped one in a cup of tea today. 
There you go, Gav. You see, great minds. And they last, they last longer than you think. You can actually hold yeah. them in that cup of tea for a little bit longer than you think, can't you? There's that little bit of soakage in them. Crackers. Stephen Mack asks, how long can you grow your beard? Um, I reckon fairly long, but in, I, I hate, I just hate shaving me. But then again, when, 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 like, I've shaved about five days ago, that's how fast my growth is on my face. Um, it would, I'd say I'd probably get about 10 days in and then I just have enough. I just get rid of it. Um, let me see. Alan, <laughs> I love these ones. Alan says, would you rather have a chimp's head and a human body or a human body and a chimp's head? No, that's wrong. It's, no, he wrote it wrong. Would I rather have a chimp's head and a human body or a human head and a chimp's body, I think is what he wants. Alan, unless you're just doing that to annoy me, which um, I think fair enough. Um, Oh, I think it'd be a chimp's head with a human's body. I think I'd it would. go the opposite. Would you? Yeah, I'd go with a chimp's body just for the crack, just to freak people out. You fly around the place as a wee chimp with a human head in you. <laughs> You're a great crack. <laughs> or, you know, I like Do you know what? I'll change your mind. I'll go with that. Mick says, what's the funniest way you've hurt yourself? Um, I'll let you go for Sean. Have you ever hurt yourself and thought it wasn't funny at the time, but actually was very, very funny? Actually, yeah. I just bought a new Mac laptop and it's coming down the stairs. And I went to slip, and the laptop was going to go, and I says, no, it's either me or the laptop, so I chose me, and I let myself fall down the stairs. Jesus, when did that happen? <laughs> that was a couple of years ago now. All right. The funniest one that ever happened to me was I was in a gym, and um, people that know me may find that hard to believe, um, but I was in a gym going back, I'd say about 15 years ago. I was on a treadmill. Um, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, was there, and my brother's girlfriend was there. Three of us were in the gym, treadmills running away no problem quite fit at the time um and running away running away no problem decent speed on the treadmill put me planted my left foot down on the treadmill my whole leg went dead completely dead um so i literally keeled over on the treadmill and went face first into the treadmill and just you know went backwards and just landed on cake flaked out on the floor couldn't get up could not get up um literally Gone. Uh, it was so fucking embarrassing. Like my wife and me, my wife and my brother's girlfriend just creased laughing for about fifteen minutes. No concern for my well-being, but um, and the rest of the gym, like you know that you know the rest of the gym want to laugh, but they they're trying not to look at you. Um, so yeah. Um, biggest distance between buildings you would jump. Um, oh, that's a good one. You're watching too many films, buddy. Absolutely. He's watching too many. Um. James Bond. I've never seen a James Bond film, but I'm presuming he jumps between buildings. Um, let me see. Ten foot. Ten foot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you jumping ten foot? I could run it. You'd have a run it. <laughs> what, what are you saying? A metre tops. That's three <laughs> foot, mate. You, you, you step in front of you, that's three foot. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm jumping in between buildings. I don't fancy falling down. But say it's say it's just like a house. It's not a big building, just a house, like a two story house. Come on, give me oh. more than three fucking fortune. What do, what do you want me to give you there? Alright, I'll give you the ten foot for the crack if you can give me a good run up and we'll see what happens. Yeah, a good run up. I reckon you'd jump ten foot on a good run, no problem. Uh Barry Carr asked, Gabby, are you a superhero? Absolutely not. Um would you rather fight a duck the size of a gorilla or ten gorillas the size of ducks? Um, Pretty easy answer, isn't it? I'd go with a duck the size of a gorilla. Would you? Yeah. What the fuck's a duck going to do with you? 
They give you a good pecking. Yeah, but like all you do is run around and quick kick the bollocks out. <laughs> You're going with the ten gorillas the size of ducks. Ten gorillas the size of ducks, yeah. What are they going to do to you? Well, there's fucking ten of them for a start. Yeah, like, you just swat them away. They're only they're gorillas. Tiny things. Yeah, but they, they surround you. You can't, you can't be, you can't be organized gorillas. Yeah, yeah, you're not felt like. You know what I mean? Um, let me see. My favorite one so far is the fav- the 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 funniest way you've uh, the funniest way to hurt yourself. I think that was Mick that asked that. Um, Mick there says, "What if your leg went dead when you were jumping the building?" Yeah, I, I go with three feet, then Mick. No, it was just the weirdest thing. My legs just went completely dead. I don't know what happened, but that's just me. I'm a bit mad, it's a bit weird. Um, but that's just the, that's just the way it happened. Uh, keep them coming in, um, and uh, we'll we'll see. Don't uh... <laughs> asks, have you ever stuck your bollocks in an exhaust pipe? No, <laughs> no, no, happened. And I got I got I got to go on a limb and tell Sider Sean hasn't either. Unless, no, um, unless, no, no. I know the West. I, I know Sligo gets a bad name around the rest of the country, but no, we don't go that far. Yeah, we don't go that far. Yeah. Um, but look, just look at the words Burnley. Um, we we have this game on Saturday. Uh, and listen, anyone that's watching, you know. These shows are in association with Paddy Power. If you have any bets in your head, like Mane to score two and Liverpool to get a penalty or anything along them lines, you know, Liverpool to score four or more goals and Van Dijk to score a header, anything like that, just keep throwing them at us, lads. Um, and what I do is I go back through, I take I take a note of all these, I send them to Ian and Paddy Power, he prices them up, he puts them on the LFC Dates for specials page and you can go in and stick a bet on them. And He says they're really popular because Liverpool fans come up with really, really good bets. So if you have, if you think of anything, just go with it. Um, I'll get on to Burnley now. I swear to God, because these questions keep coming in. If both pilots are dead, uh, who do you fuck, who do you hope is on the plane with you to land it? Um, Phil Casey from the Trippers. I reckon he talked the fucking plane into submission. Um, <laughs> he, I reckon he, I reckon he could just, you know, just, start lashing all the different dials out but hanging out with the steering wheel and open and I reckon he could get there on the ground I reckon he could um, have to go with Grizz he'd bluff it somewhere oh yeah Grizz would say oh, I knew this was happening I yeah. predicted it um, something along the end lines yeah Stephen Mack asks what's the biggest thing you've ever got a belt of in the balls of um, oh just a size five football on a cold winter's morning playing football there's nothing worse man. there's absolutely nothing worse. No. there's nothing worse um, but yeah, that'd be about it. Listen, I have to want the Burnley, right? Um, for you, Sean, I, I probably won't speak to you before the end of the week. So, what way do you see this going? Do you see it being a tough game, half five, tough more? Burnley have started the season okay. Should probably have six points from nine instead of instead of the four. Unlucky against Wolves the other day with a late late penalty. Good account of themselves away to Arsenal, beat Southampton. Um, what way do you see this going? Probably doesn't do much for the show now, Gav, but uh, I'm going to go the same as you. I think we trounced them. I think about 4-1 as well. So I'd say 3-1 probably, but I I see a very comfortable win at the weekend. Okay. Um, uh, do you want to give me a score two. prediction? Yeah, I'll go with 3-1. So we'll, I'll say Salah back on the score sheet again. I'll give Mane one, and uh, yeah, Bobby needs one anyway, so okay. give Bobby one as well. All right, no worries. Alan asks, Shag, marry, avoid... So you have to choose between Grizz, Indy Coyle and Avi Hanser. Um, you know who Avi Hanser is? Who's Avi Hanser? Avi Hanser is the lad that kept telling us that Bruno Fernandes was signed for Liverpool right up until deadline day. He didn't, and then I done an interview with him, and he's a 
terrible nice fella. Absolutely lovely fella. So um Shag, Mary, Avoid, Graves, Indy Coyle or Abby Hanser. I tell you what, I'll do Shag Mary and go on holiday with. Alright? Right. So go on, I'll let you go first. Shag Indy Kyle because he's just a legend. Right. You avoid Grizz at all costs. No, you have to go on holiday or marry. Oh, go on, sorry. Oh, fuck. Go on holiday with Grizz because you couldn't marry the cunt. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know who Abby answer is, but she'll go on holidays with him for the crack. Yeah, you have to marry him. Oh, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. You're not very good at this, are you? Did you, no. smack, your, did you smack your head when you, when you say it's that fucking map? Um, shag marry and go on holiday with... Um, Oh, it's yeah, definitely shagging Abby Hanser. He's a good looking lad. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going on holiday with Indy Coyle on the provision that he will drink with me, um, because Grizz doesn't, and I'd marry Grizz because he's out of the house most of the time. Wouldn't bother me, you know what I mean? I um, he wouldn't bother me. Mane Hattrick incoming at the weekend for so Stephen Mack. I have that as well. I fall one to Liverpool with Mane Hattrick, and I'm going to be putting that on the Paddy Power special. Um. Let me see. Soyev Ruby fella is a City fan. Who's that? Who's Soyev Ruby? Is that the agent of the other fella? I'm not too sure. I didn't even look at your man's name earlier. I was, I was that annoyed at him. Um, but look, uh, whoever asked the question about the funniest way of hurt yourself wins the prize. Um, with thanks to Footy Globe, um, which are Indie Coilers mates that do all the t-shirts they're really good t-shirts actually in fairness for all the um, for all the the, the, the abuse he gets he, he's, he's helping a friend you know he's helping a friend that has a, has a business doing this and he's helping him out and, and fair play to him and in fairness to him I asked him to give me a t-shirt to, to, to give away tonight he just went yeah walk away no problem so um, I, I'm going to have to look back but I think it was Mick that might have asked that question so Mick if that was you that asked that question just um Blink twice for yes and blink once for no. And uh, let me know if it was you. Otherwise, I'll have to go back and, um, and you know, I'll, I'll get your details and we'll get you that price. Um, that's been the Fatback for Daily for Wednesday, the 28th of August. I keep losing the, the, the track of days. Yeah, it's the 28th. It's the 28th. Stephen Max says 5-1, Man- Mane with 3, Salah and Bobby. I'll get that, I'll get that up on the... Um, I'll get that up on the specials for you as well. I'll go back through these and I'll um, I'll um, I'll absolutely get them priced up for you. Nipper asks, "Can you can only eat one animal for the rest of your life? What animal would you eat? Uh, chicken. Yeah, chicken easily. Um, definitely chicken. It's the most um versatile of the meats, in my opinion. Mick, um, it was Mick that asked the question. I'm nearly sure it was Mick. Um, <laughs> Shag- because Nandy's going to be seriously disappointed now you've said his name that many times oh, well if it wasn't Mick we're in trouble I'll try to get a second one and give it to Mick just to make up to him uh, uh, Stephen Max says uh, Mordor Grizz I don't think that was an option but I know where you're coming from I know where you're coming from listen lads uh, it's been amazing um, you've been amazing I've just read stuff talked to Sean and um, told you unfortunate stories and claimed and claimed that I could jump 10 feet between buildings um, but only, <laughs> but only if my leg does not go, um, does not go dead. Uh, that's been the Fatback for Daily. Thanks a million for watching. Thanks to Sean for joining me. We'll be back tomorrow evening at 10 p.m. Uh, Liverpool have drawn MK Dons in the League Cup away from home. Not a bad draw. Uh, we move on to Burnley. We move on to tomorrow. Over and out. 
Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wines and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.